0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Alexander Taylor Show. I'm the one and the only Alexander Taylor himself. I have a very special guest here with me um, from Hermetic Flower Company. Is that correct? That's correct. Okay, yep. make sure I'm saying that correctly. Um, so we have Alex and then Spinay, correct? Yes. Okay, perfect. So um, I have a little bit of knowledge about you guys from the podcast. Let's see. What was the podcast name again? I, I completely forgot.
1: That was the Psychonauts Mirror. Yes, And was, that was correct. Holly, who is Holly? the... Uh, the I guess, interviewer for that. Okay,
0: yeah, yeah, it was great. I listened to that. So I have some knowledge about you guys. But um, for the most part, you guys, are you from here? Are you guys from here? No, we're not. From where was it again? I believe.
1: Well, we are coming from Oregon. Oregon, from right? From That's Portland, what I thought.
0: Oregon. Okay. Yeah. And then you met her at a Tattoo Shop, Craig. Yep. I'm here over here dissecting <laughs> your guys' life. <laughs> Go ahead. <do laughs> and then it was um, some summer festival correct that you guys were happening he was going to be going to as well that you wanted to go to yeah and you guys went together Mm -hmm. and that kind of started your journey to come to here yes she was like i'm not moving to another state like what the hell (laughs) definitely not yeah Yeah, exactly so um let me ask let me just try to start off there what was your intention of moving here was it purposely because the marijuana business or did you have people here that you knew or something
1: so I'm originally from Fayetteville, Arkansas, which is like not that far from oh, yeah. here. Okay. So most of and so most of my family on my stepfather's side is actually from Oklahoma. Okay. So I was actually hit up by my cousin who was like, Hey, it just went medical here. You're in a weird spot in Oregon, like, mm-hmm. what do you want to do? And I'm like, you know, let's 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 start a company. And he's like, All right, <laughs> come on. So that's why we're here. That's our that is our intention. Jesus Christ. Okay. Oh okay. uh, sorry about
0: that. <laughs> yeah, are all good. Um, so the, the, was it, what was that for you? Like the leap to take, to move here for both of you guys? Cause I know like you're from Arkansas, so you kind of know how Oklahoma is anyways. Like no one wants to, everyone that lives here kind of hates living here in a way. Sure. A lot of people yeah. complain about it cause it's like the boring state, mm-hmm. but like, you know, I find joy living here, but, um, just to have taken that leap from somewhere like Oregon, to so here is obviously a pretty big difference, I would assume.
2: I was throwing a shit fit every day. <laughs> like, I tried so hard to fight it. Yeah. I'm from Italy, so I thought here oh, it would okay. be all rednecks. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, it kind of is in a way too. But.
2: Outside of the city, I yeah. reckon, yeah. It's mm-hmm. oh, really not too bad.
0: That is a big difference from Italy to like settling down in Oklahoma it's crazy I as think.
2: she says I
1: reckon yeah. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> yeah, as it wears off on her
0: a little bit so how long have you guys been here then like a in year, total? A year uh, it's exactly. only been a year mm-hmm. oh
1: wow yeah a year exactly actually this month mm-hmm.
0: and for the most part you can correct me if I'm wrong but you're, you're the marijuana company's doing great and then the yeah, tattoos so. and like the tattoo shop and everything's going well and within a year yeah that's, that's crazy meant to be Wow, yeah, it really I, was.
2: It's a good year to not be in Portland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would have been.
0: Oh, yeah, I even think about that with the protest writing. Yeah, yeah, a lot of it. Yeah. Um. So, where are you guys at now, as far as like the company? Since it's only been a year. That means you have more growth in a way, too. I would say.
1: Oh yeah, so we started off in in thirty two five by nine tents. So I don't know if you're familiar with like a grow tent, right? Mm. Like, a, have you yeah. seen them on YouTube? Or I've like seen them, even yeah. in person. Right. I'm so, sort of familiar. So we started off with that in a rented building. Uh in a huge rented building space that the oil field was just like, you know, they're going down out of business. So there's mm-hmm. a lot of buildings coming up for rent. Right. So oh, okay. we snagged one of those and threw a bunch of tents in there and that's how we got started. Uh-huh. Well, our growth has really been happening within that sort of rented space. Right. So now we've had two rounds out of the tents and now we've transitioned into vertical racks, which is kind of what I've been alluding to on Instagram mm-hmm. a little bit, but not really showing the full thing yet. Cause it's kind of like a, newer way of doing things especially Uh for the cannabis industry and agriculture in general so um, as far as growth like internally that's kind of where we're at and then externally growth like we've just really been hitting this whole market uh wave of just like i don't i I don't even know i guess good one good decision after another really Mm -hmm. like um getting in good with the influencers and the reviewers early yeah. on when we first got here like I told them like hey this is your guys's territory I respect you guys here's my flower you just, just tell me what you think about it and I will just you know do whatever I can to keep you guys fed and, and, and just respect you because mm-hmm. this is your territory. territory yeah. you because
0: influence really pushed the culture heck
1: right? yeah yeah, and anywhere really you know so it's like and I re- and I uh, identify that and mm-hmm. I'm like you know I, like I said I want to be respectful and so that kind of helped push me you know, not me, but the company up yeah. and, and into this wave. And then the collaboration with Mammoth really helps propel that even more. And then that's where we are right now. And that's what the cartridge is, right? That's okay. what the cartridge is,
0: yeah. And, and yours is a small team, right? How many people yeah. is it? Uh, it's four now. Four people? Yep. Wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and something you guys pride yourself on is being purely organic. That's correct. So yeah. if you could break that down for people because... Um, I don't think people fully understand what that means.
1: So the term organic is going to be used loosely here, right? Since it's not federally legal or Mm -hmm. recognized that you can't, you can't label it organic cannabis yet. Right. Okay. Um, so when we say organic, we're actually talking about regenerative farming and sustainable farming practices. Whereas, um, Like, maybe organic in big agriculture is, like, they're still spraying chemicals, but they're considering it if it's in the soil, it's organic, right? Mm -hmm. Well, we're taking that a step further. We do this thing, which is called soil alchemy, right? And I compare it to, um, you know, the alchemical process anyway, so Mm -hmm. it's, like, where we get it from. And it's called vermicomposting. Now, usually compost in general takes about a year to two years to really fully break down and maybe even be usable in a garden, right? Um, So a big thing for growers in general is not to have a hot compost. So from my perspective, looking at where, how does soil become soil? Well, it's broken down by microbiology, bacteria, fungus, and worms. So vermicomposting is worm farming. So I have these bins set up where we feed worms. uh, They're red wigglers, so Mm. they're specific for composting things. And I feed them a very special diet, and they break that down into what's considered black gold. And that is like a very highly valuable, highly sought-after compost material because of the good microbiology that's in it. And it it skips all this whole year-long process, and you can throw it right onto your garden, which is what I do
0: how long did it take you to get all that knowledge about this (laughs) because well (laughs) you (laughs) know i'm
1: still learning honestly yeah yeah, of course vermicomposting has only been around since the 70s so it's actually a fairly new thing and a new concept that people are 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 tussling around with right Mm -hmm. i learned most of mine from studying um kiss organics i they are up in washington so like they started in 2016 with this podcast and i just happened to like catch word of that and I was like oh my gosh who are these guys so I started following along with them and there's this guy called Clackamas Coot and he is all about the vermicomposting and then they did an episode about vermicomposting and I was sold I was like oh man this could be the the end all be all of inputs into a garden like this is everything that's in there think about your gut biology right if it's essentially your gut biology is that is the compost material or what's like containing that biology mm-hmm. anything that's going to be like affecting the plant like like a disease or like even a bad bacteria a pathogen all these things can be mitigated through the use of a highly developed vermicompost because all the bacteria, all the good bacteria you have, is right there to fight it. So there is no more spraying of the pesticides.
0: There is no more of that. There's no more Monsanto bullshit. Essentially, because mm-hmm. you know, frankly, as you guys know, there is a lot of bullshit that gets sold and used in yeah. products of marijuana. Uh, so is that disappointing and how frustrating that for someone who is purely tries to stay, you know, for the patients the healthiest way, and then you hear or see. Like, I know recently there was a testing lab that just went down because of, you know, as everyone knows, it's just bullshit testing. I mean, they just pass whatever gets through, unfortunately. Yes. But this is supposed to be for the patients. And um, something I want to bring up about the other podcast too that I thought was really interesting is she said something about her getting paranoia. And you were saying something about salt being in the soil. Is that correct?
1: Uh, Yeah, essentially. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because
0: yeah. I had an incident and you're, you're perfect. You guys are perfect. People to talk about this. So I had smoked some flour like any other day. And I had this episode where it was, like, um, it's called depersonalization or derealization. Mm-hmm. And it feels like you're outside of yourself looking mm-hmm. through yourself. Mm-hmm. And it freaked me the fuck out to where I can't even smoke flour anymore. Wow. Because if I do, I get the instant anxiety. And I'm asking a lot of girls, because I'm like, what, was there something in it? Was there mold? Like, I don't know. Like, how does it happen? And they're, like, looking at me, like, what the hell? Like, that doesn't happen often. But as we know, everyone's bodies react different to marijuana
1: yeah every everyone's physiology is different but in your experience and that's quite an experience you know mm-hmm. you can classify that as psychedelic to an extent um it that's that's a hard one to play out right now that could be the cannabis creating an inner catalyst for you to have a um like for me if i was I had an out of body experience <clears throat> and i was observing myself like mm-hmm. how you're explaining. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that yeah. how, I, how yeah. I understand it yeah. correctly? Yeah. Yeah. For me, like I identify that experience with what I'm trying to go for as a psychedelic experience. Okay. Because I want to be out of my body. I want to be observing things from that perspective, also from an inwards perspective, too. So that's a little hard. Now, with the anxiety, right, that could be a total that could, that could be the chemicals coming into play in the cannabis. Now, when I say chemicals, I'm more saying like bottled nutrients, that it's like it's synthetic organic-based chemicals made mm-hmm. in a lab, right? Instead of you feeding the soil, you're feeding your root structure, right? So essentially okay. it's like, would you rather be in the gym getting natural muscle and building that up, you know, naturally, or would you rather be the steroid? You know, mm-hmm. the steroids look good. But are they as strong as the natural people? Yeah. Have you ever talked to weightlifters? They're like, dude, they it's all for show. It's yeah. all it's all show. They can't even really lift two hundred and fifty pounds as many times as I can, but I don't look as good. But it's mm. the steroids. And know? only that, it's also unhealthy as well. Exactly. Be- and it's okay. det- and you have to keep doing it or what happens to the body? Yeah. It decomposes. Okay. Naturally it just makes the body stronger. The machine stronger, right?
0: Yeah. See, some people said to just smoke through it. Now, I, have people, I know people that smoke through these anxiety attacks with marijuana. They just smoke through it. They're mm-hmm. like, I just keep smoking. I do that. <laughs> really? Yeah. You just go. And I'm like, I feel like you have to be mentally tough in order to do that. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I'm mentally there to do that. So I guess it brings up to our next conversation, why you messaged me in the first place. Um, you guys are very experienced with uh, shrooms, DMT, several different psychedelics. So you messaged me saying there's a lot of mis- misinformation about it. I would love to educate. So what is your guys' experience with it? Um, When did it start? And um, what's what's the information you feel like a lot of people don't know about these several psychedelics that we can probably get into?
2: Um, I would say they've saved my life. They got me out of depression when I was younger. I've been experimenting since I was like 14 with them. Not consciously at first, but eventually very consciously with things like microdosing where you Mm. take like 0.1 of a gram. You don't even get high, but the idea is that it like neurologically restructures your brain. Oh, wow. Yeah, Mm -hmm. because it connects different pathways that are not there when you're sober.
0: Okay, now so what's with with psychedelics, what what gets me is like if you have depression, Mm -hmm. how hard is it to when you do take a psychedelic not to trigger it to where it's going to make it worse? Because it can go the other way, correct? Mm -hmm. With psychedelics, obviously, Mm -hmm. someone can have a bad episode, yeah, and potentially harming themselves or something. Mm -hmm. So, do you feel like you have to be like ready to do it, like in a sense of preparing yourself mentally to be like, I'm about to take, because that can cause anxiety too, to to hype yourself up, but it also can. Help you, I guess, in a way.
2: I'd say set and setting are extremely important, who you're with. A lot of people have bad trips because they're around people. They don't end up, like, trusting fully with that Mm -hmm. experience. But another thing that sucks about the, like, societal suppression of them is that it makes people not have the proper education to take the right psychedelics. You know, like, every psilocybin strain of mushrooms, for example, has a completely different effect. And if it were legal and people had more education on it, they could take a strain that was more geared towards what their wanted outcome would be.
0: Just like strains of marijuana? Yeah, yeah. Okay.
2: There's completely okay. different strains.
0: I never knew that. Yeah, and <laughs> most people don't. Yeah. You know, they
2: just take like a mushroom they picked, like who knows where mm, it came off the from. the street, yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, wow. Okay, so completely different. did you have the experience of taking, because since you obviously didn't weren't mm-hmm. in tune and knowledgeable about it mm-hmm. at first, did you have the experience where you had to learn? Cause you took oh, yeah, I've taken so strain. many bad mushroom really? trips. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah.
2: But I, I still have learned so much from them, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you just take what happened and apply it, and then you still learn so much from it that for me it's worth it.
0: How long do they last normally, mushroom Three trips?
2: Three to five hours. Oh. I would say
1: like to six hours. Yeah. Yeah. Eight if you've eaten enough.
2: Okay.
0: <laughs> is it like a planned thing? Like, do you just. Like, I know some people that legit will just wake up one day and like, yeah, I found some shrooms I'm just going to take them today And I have some <laughs> people that are like, I'm looking for some, I'm searching for an answer for something. And I'm like, okay, yeah, that makes yeah. more sense. So is this something you guys, since you do it so, or have done it so often, is it something you guys, is it to the point where you can just microdose? Because I know people that do it every day. Microdose is not a really big deal It's like marijuana to them, which is, in a sense, it should be, of course. But um, as far as it's it's three to five hours. How does that go? Like, do you guys just do it whenever? Is it a plant thing? Or if you're having a depressive episode, you're like, I need to take shrooms and get that answer I need or something like that? Mm -hmm. I would say since now that we're
1: parents, uh, we definitely plan it all out. Oh, okay, Um, of course. And our, I would say our trips now are more intentional around ritual ritual and ceremonial magic rather than um, propelling our minds out of a depressive state.
2: But for okay. microdosing, for example, like you were saying, you'd take it like marijuana, it mm. is such a small amount that you don't feel high. Like colors might look a little bit crispier if you know what to look for. But I would say somebody who's never had a full dose would not notice that they were high in any way if they just took a mushroom microdose. They would just It's be so slight. Elevated They'd, mood. Yeah. Okay.
1: Happy. They would just be like, oh, yeah, wait, that's. Oh, yeah, I took that.
2: But not oh, yeah. even in a way that they would like particularly notice a huge change. It's more of like a slow neurological effect over time that rewires your brain.
0: See, people, I feel like, have the assumption, and maybe it's just with acid, and you guys correct me if I'm wrong, please, mm-hmm. but they, the, the walls are melting type of thing, and yeah. there's like yeah, stuff is moving. Yeah, society does
2: that on purpose, because it breaks you free of the conditioning that society puts on you. Like you realize that culture and everything around you is an illusion, that somebody decided that things should be that way. So you believe them to be that way, but it breaks it apart completely. Mm-hmm. And
1: that's why it's scary. Because, because you opening. build built these constructs and these walls up mm-hmm. and these perspectives that, you know, this is what this is and this is who you are. And what psychedelics rip, you know, at large amounts, not the microdoses, but the large amounts rip that apart. They completely split it. <laughs> and, you're, and you're either going to be forced to you know, cope and adapt with that and to look at that, or you're going to choose to go in a more, you know, I guess, uh, exited way. Okay. okay. Yeah. Escapism. Yeah, you I guess if it.
2: you're attached to control, you wouldn't like that type of experience because you kind of like the illusion that's around you. Uh-huh. But I think most people, like even people that are like that, that I've watched trip, like my dad, for example, we've given him psychedelics for the first time and he's like 60. And he's very like kind of conservative in a sense and mm-hmm. attached to reality. Like I saw that just like escape him immediately. Like he just started questioning everything. And I really think that's why they're illegal because they control us with these like fake illusions of culture that keep us so restrained in our minds.
0: That's so interesting. Cause I was, I'm thinking about, cause one day I was in psychology class, we're talking about racism and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. And I was, I asked him, I'm like, with someone who's 60 years old or 50 years old, that's like embedded in them. Mm -hmm. So you can't change that. And he's like, psychologically, you really can't. But to hear that maybe, you know, psychedelic could really open his eyes enough to say, wait, wait a minute. Mm -hmm. This doesn't make sense.
2: He immediately like the first one I gave him was DMT. And the second he came out of it, he was like, oh, my God, this is all like they've made this up, like all of it, like Mm -hmm. houses, like jobs, government, (laughs) everything. I just watched it like dissolve in (laughs) money, everything. And he was not really of that mind before. I don't think like a little bit, but not to that extent.
0: Okay, now with DMT, that's how long does that usually last?
2: Like 15 minutes, but it feels like a lifetime. <laughs>
0: and that's you're, you're sitting down mm-hmm, alone. That's mm-hmm. like, because rooms you can walk around yeah. and just normal. Mm-hmm. But DMT, it's something you need to be sitting down or laying down, correct? Yes. Okay, and then I believe you guys said something about having a blindfold on. Like yeah, to yeah be we like darkness. to do it
2: in the dark, yeah.
0: Okay, now why is that exactly?
2: Because you're going inward and finding answers there. When you are looking around, it's a little bit of a distraction in my opinion. It's like almost like an astral projection, like you fall asleep in a sense.
0: So you're like not there consciously.
2: For sure, yeah, well, you're somewhere.
1: Consciously, you're there. I think you're more there than you are here.
2: It's kind of like a dream, like you can navigate it, <laughs> but it's, you're in a different realm completely. Yeah. It's really hard because it transcends words, like there aren't, there's no vocabulary for psychedelic experiences.
1: The, the amount of clarity that you receive, though, is so real that mm-hmm. you question reality when you come back. Right. That's how real it is, because you're like, that, by all means, you're like, no, that's real. <gasps> that experience that i just had that's real and you're back here and you're looking around and you're like is this real is this real like this is weird you know because yeah. you're back in this world and you're like none of this makes sense
0: so how do you deal with that
1: then or like how you have to integrate what you learn you mm-hmm. ha- and it's a download you're getting downloads but that's
2: why you don't just like take it and then you're a good person you know you have to like slowly yeah. integrate yeah. it into your life and Use it to be a better person and make t- good decisions and be more aware of like the bullshit that the government is brainwashing us with every single day.
1: Or you can use it for more of, of escapism, and that's what gives it the dirty route. Because mm-hmm. people use it to escape reality mm-hmm. instead of integrating the spiritual world back into reality. Okay. They just escape there completely. Like and that's it's abusing two different it in a sense, would you say? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's blasphemy. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. But
0: there, no, but of I was course. just Because yeah. it sounds like in a sense you're saying they're abusing it in a way to escape the reality mm-hmm. to avoid yeah. the reality and not deal with it. That's exactly. with
2: anything though. We yeah. do anything yeah.
0: really. Cause someone could continuously use marijuana or DMT, any psychedelics. Church. Yeah. And and not Church. open their <laughs> eyes to yeah. what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you can still have the blinders on,
2: even yes. the media really, mm-hmm. you know?
0: Okay. So it brings me to the next question. This is what I said the other day. I, cause I'm not religious at all. So mm-hmm. when people say that I'm going to see so-and-so in heaven, mm-hmm when I start hearing about DMT, I'm like, I'm wondering if they're having an experience when they died that they believe they saw that person. They feel it so strongly that that's what they believe. They say, "I'm gonna see that person again in reality." They're not, yeah, seeing them, seeing them again, but they are in a sense. But it's not heaven.
2: There was just that a Joe sense. Rogan podcast about this where the guy was theorizing that people's experiences of heaven and like these big religious mm-hmm. things come from psychedelics. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, that's I how they the interpreted thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So,
0: so you guys would agree since you've done the psychedelics, mm-hmm. you would agree for the most part, these religions are made up to control. I'm, are you guys religious? For I don't no. want to okay, be because my intent, I never want to offend anyone because sure. respectively, if you want to be religious, that's up to you.
1: Mm-hmm. Hermeticism is my religion. <laughs> okay <laughs>
0: what is that exactly David so this is Her- the name, yeah,
1: yeah, hermeticism <laughs> is um um it's a three-part system, right? So it's mm-hmm. based on, uh, on Hermes Trismegistus, um, who is the three parts of uh, Mercury from Rome, Hermes from Greek, and Thoth from Egypt. Okay. And so that together creates Hermes Trismegistus, and he left us these emerald tablets of Thoth. And basically, it's these principles for not just living your life philosophically and like in tune with nature, but also like... Combining different things in the external world as well as the internal world to create what they call the Philosopher's Stone or the Great Work, which is just the uniting of the divine masculine and the divine feminine and then bringing it back out into the world. So it's like high magic is one aspect. Mm -hmm. Um, Mystical psychology is is another. And then uh, I guess astronomy and and astrology would be the last
0: one. So it's a way of living, a way of thought more than just... um an embedded thing you're going to be tied to like a religion. Like if someone's Christian, they're going to be Christian. Like no matter what. Like
2: they don't really seek out answers through their experiences. They just kind of let somebody tell them what the answers are. Uh
1: We're rather, I'm rather in hermeticism, we're rather observing nature and applying what we observe to nature to whatever sets our hearts on fire. And that would be the great work. And it's like, soul alchemy so like chemistry all modern day science everything stems from alchemy back in the day okay like point blank period it was either taken for profane things right you can say Mm -hmm. like science is the study of religious thought or like trying to prove or disprove religious thought right Mm -hmm. so like where does that even come from well it comes from alchemy because the soul and you apply astronomy right so like for bonnet i get this from bonnet astrology, you know, the study of the stars, is is the archetype of the human mind. So mm. by studying external, right, like so externally you can study the stars and say, you know, today's going to be like this, here's this, here's that, you know, they can s- explain that much better than I can. But then internally you can go in, within yourself and, and do these same planetary forces that are going up there. You can meet them inside here because it's the same, as above, so below, which mm. is a hermetic you know,
0: philosophy. Wow. you guys are blowing my mind here? I'm just <laughs> like. You guys have a lot of answers to questions I've always had. That's what I'm really trying to say. Mushrooms might have this for <laughs> <Yeah>. you too. <laughs> but see, this goes into like my life and my fear of well, having an episode of marijuana made me like, I'm never doing psychedelics. Like I, I but I don't like to make that tie to that. But, and I have friends. I'm like, I had a psychedelic experience. Like, no way. No, you didn't. You must be tripping. Something's wrong with you. I'm like, no.
2: I get way higher off edibles, and I cannot control it, and I fucking freak out. Way worse than on any amount of mushrooms or acid. Seriously? Absolutely. It's less control to me. Wow, okay. Yeah. In that sense,
1: is a heavy psychedelic. In the edible sense, Uh because of the endocannabinoid system receptors in your body. So they start at the back of your tongue, and they go all the way to the end of your rectum, which is why eating edibles affects you longer than if you smoke it.
0: Because it's being ingested in mm-hmm. a sense. Okay, and it's so, hitting
1: those receptors as it breaks down. each mm-hmm. new ones.
0: Boom, but boom, I can't boom, boom, pull boom,
2: myself boom. out of a heavy weed high. But I can with mushrooms or LSD. Way easier.
0: I wish I would have on video my, my <laughs> like, I'm in the shower. Because they say hot showers. <laughs> I'm snorting pepper. I've done the extreme. Like because, trying to get out of it? Trying to get out of it. Because <laughs> I was freaking the fuck out. I had anxiety attack and I had to go to the hospital because I was like, she, she, she came in and she checked my heart and she was like, oh my God, oh. like you're breathing, like you're you're just like freaking out. And I told her, I was like the next day, it affected me for like a whole week because mentally I was like, I felt like I didn't know anyone. I felt like I didn't know my mom, I didn't know you. I felt like it was internally just me battling myself mm-hmm. and it's the scariest fucking thing you can ever go through. Mm-hmm. Isn't it? It really is because you're, you're being forced to take their blinders off at that point. Mm-hmm. If you can't get yourself out of the weed high, you're you're essentially fucked. Like, you're just going to have to battle it out.
2: Yeah, you just have to wait it out. Yeah, yeah, and I
0: was just sitting there shaking and just, like, going through all these thoughts. And, like, I felt like I was dying, and that's what people mm-hmm. feel yes. like when they're anxiety attack. So yeah. um, my question is, okay, with DMT, because a lot of people are interested in DMT. It's actually a fairly popular thing now, mm-hmm. and I feel like that can be bad and good, of course. But mm-hmm. um, how many times, has it been, like, amount of times you guys done DMT, or is this, like, a...
2: Who knows so many?
0: Yeah, at really. Points,
1: quite a f- yeah. Okay, and that's because it's m- it. okay
0: because yeah. more of you're not trying to use it as what we said earlier, escape escape reality or anything. It's something that you are actually doing to, uh, I guess, enjoy the experience, learn something, and be more in tune with mm-hmm. your inner self mm-hmm. and outer self in a way. Mm-hmm. I guess you could say. Yeah. Yep. yep okay. both. So, what answers do you think you guys or anyone can get from it, as far as past the government stuff? I mean, psychologically. Do you think it can undo fa- like trauma, parental trauma, like childhood trauma, all that stuff?
2: I think there's a lot of studies that are proving that right now. Mm-hmm. Dennis McKenna is leading a ton. There's a lot, specifically with ayahuasca, which is like the same as DMT, but it is made in the jungle in Peru, and it's a much longer trip. They make it out of plants. Um, they're proving that that does, has that effect, and it also can stop people from their addictions. It's hard to explain why it does that.
1: Well, I mean, are you? Do you know what neuroplasticity is?
0: Yeah. Yes, yes. So somewhere. you're familiar yeah. with neuroplasticity. I'm familiar a little bit. Our so, brain is expandable in a sense. Yeah. So
1: yeah. what? So what psychedelics actually do is they bring you to that point of neuroplasticity in your infancy. So when in the right set and setting, directed right, you know, mm-hmm. you can actually go through your traumatic experiences, face them, and 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 accept them. And by what I mean by accepting them, I mean you either are You know that it is what it is and you're going to push through it. You apologize. You, you know, you, you accept the apology of the other person, even though you don't have to hear it because that is validation within you. Mm -hmm. And those are the types of things that it's like you come out and you're just like, holy shit.
2: There's something about it that really gives you the courage to work through it though. Like it's by no means fucking like unicorns and rainbows, you know, (laughs) like sometimes it'll drag your ass, but Mm -hmm. there's something like. And you're very clearly to me already a self-aware human. Like I I'm, yeah. I'm feel that you could definitely benefit from it, but you just like pull yourself through it and you navigate the experiences that are traumatic and you come out with a better understanding of them.
0: So is it easier for you guys to accept death?
2: For sure for me, yeah.
1: My whole psychedelic experience in searching is, is centered around death. So...
2: I mean, it really shows you that this is not all that there is. Like, the, you know, mm-hmm. there's no way.
0: See, I've, the only, th- and I've never, I had experiences where I started reading a bunch of books. That's what it was. I was like, I'm seeking for something. I, I, something's wrong with me. I don't know what it is. Let me go find out. So I started reading, Um, you guys familiar with Eckhart Tolle, mm-hmm. The Power right. of Now? So I started reading that book. Started reading Wayne Dyer, like a lot of spiritual books. And I started realizing things like, you're not your thoughts. You're not who you are. Mm-hmm. You're not your body. And I'm like that sounds so weird because you don't hear that mm-hmm. you're used to blaming external things on everything you're used to saying you know the government is doing this to me This, and in a sense I would say it is but like you gotta be in tune with what you got going on because mm-hmm. if you got caught up in politics you're gonna be very stressed out all the time mm-hmm. like you're gonna be very stressed out so I'm assuming with even COVID-19 the politics of craziness you guys are on this different spiritual wave where like that's not even bothering unaffected. me unaffected yeah yeah, yeah. And you're around people who get upset about those things. Constantly, yeah. And you're just like, dude, you don't even know what the fuck. (laughs) Like, really? It's It's really frustrating. But (laughs) I also
2: understand it because, like, it's all built to make you afraid. Like, everything is purposefully, (laughs) like, built to make you afraid and live on that vibration of fear.
0: Because it's easier to make the world grow. Yeah, 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 exactly. But
2: we're free. Like, we're born free if we have that mentality. Like, you were saying the power of your thoughts and, like, Mm -hmm. detaching from them. Like, that is freedom in a sense in this society at least
1: like not letting people tell you who you are yeah. but you telling you s- yourself who you are
2: yeah and you, like you were saying you felt like something was wrong f- uh, with you but yeah. that's probably because the societal structure made you feel that way External but once you forces. read these other things you realize that like this is not who you are or what you are you're so much more than any of these you things. just am bro yeah <laughs>
0: yeah. I'm sitting there like oh my god <laughs> because it's like it's interesting you know, I think meditation is big on that because when you meditate you don't have no bullshit going on yeah. I mean it's just you and your brain
2: and whose thoughts who's like who yeah. is the yeah. thought behind your thoughts mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm.
0: and then you realize in, in a sense like I always tell people like I pray but it's not I'm praying to a higher being I'm praying right. to like the higher of me yeah. I'm praying yeah. to my higher self because yeah. I feel as if there's someone it's me controlling me but there's something higher than me that exactly. I can't see talk to directly Mm -hmm. but it's like a meditation prayer in a way
2: like a consciousness flowing through you and everything Uh,
0: exactly Mm -hmm. so that brings into my next thing you guys are vegan Mm -hmm. correct Mm -hmm. okay so that's like a whole deeper discussion (laughs) because if we eat dead animals they get killed and murdered and essentially that i would say it's like bad karma on ourselves and affected us mentally and physically that we don't even know about so, what was it that made you guys vegan? Was it the spiritual journey or was it just... Because some people just outright, like, I don't fucking like seeing animals die. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no spiritual thing with me. I just can't deal with it. Like, see my girlfriend, for instance... She doesn't, like, she can't cook chicken or, like, she's, like, it bothers the fuck out of me. Like, (laughs) like, we'll eat certain food, and she's, like, it looks like the animal. I can't do it. Like, she said, I can't think about it. Like, we watched, um, what was that fucking documentary? It's the famous documentary. Yeah, what the health? Yeah. And she was just, like, the whole time, like, what the fuck? And I'm, like, dude, I know. Yeah. So, what was it for you guys who became vegan? Like, what were that part playing at?
2: (laughs) I was raised vegetarian, and. Okay. I mean, at some point, you just look at factory farming and I just cannot have any part in it. Like, it's so bad for the planet. It's like mass incarceration and death of a living sentient being. Even cheese, like, the amount of hormones and stuff they put in it is absolutely crazy. Like, if you look at the way this stuff is actually produced, it's just, like, fucking crazy. It's not food, it's chemicals. And I truly believe, like, that that is also done on purpose to cloud us from ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like your diet, if it's bad, it clouds you from your intuition.
0: And you guys have a son, Craig. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I'm assuming he's vegan, obviously, yes. right? So,
2: he's vegan now too.
0: And how hard is that raising? Because <laughs> I think a lot of, you make a great point saying that it's like a poison because a lot of people poison their children i hate to say poison but i mean it's what it is It is on mcdonald's is. And, and the happy meals and you know shit like soda that. in their stroller <laughs> yeah, yeah and then exactly. they want to point
2: fingers at us for being vegan it's crazy
0: yeah that's that's interesting so wow i never thought i'm just thinking in, in the sense of how toxic it is to raise your child on a happy meal every day and they're used to the chemicals it's
3: bad
2: they did a study recently on baby food even <clears> like 80 percent of it had um, mercury no metals in it yeah I heavy don't
0: remember. metals yeah mm, and that can affect you obviously yeah. in many ways and that's what that's
1: what Every creates way. Alzheimer's Alzheimer's really? It's heavy metals in the brain
0: have you guys heard of I heard someone say something about Febreze saying mm-hmm. there's chemicals in Febreze
1: and oh I yeah, was yeah like, GMOs scented, chem, scented candles you know uh-huh. that, they, that are so popular
2: carcinogens everywhere yeah. even what like walls are made of sometimes like everything it's crazy and you can't like full, i mean you can fully remove yourself from that but it's hard to do that without living like a super off the grid outlandish lifestyle yeah. so i think what we just try to do is make every best decision that we can within reason and and then just be
0: aware of the things yeah, that being we have aware. To. yeah so i heard I heard like a one conspiracy but i heard a thought and it like intrigued me someone said that you know the government makes so much money off death so that's what they do is essentially try to kill us
2: slowly so slowly. they can profit
0: off, you know, hospitals, healthcare, and then funerals, obviously, mm-hmm. cost yeah. a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So, since the government makes money off death, that's what are going to continue to do is feed us poison, you know, give us poison with the media, social media, everything like that. Mm-hmm. So, how, you think that's like 100% true all the way, as far as what you Absolutely. guys know? What do you think? It's a war on consciousness, mm-hmm. it appears.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And it's not even that they try and kill us slowly. They try and kill us, I mean, quickly, they try and kill us slowly so that they have we have to pay all this crazy money for medication on the way. And not mm-hmm. just big pharma profits.
1: They keep us dumb too. Mm-hmm. They want to keep you. Have stupid. you looked
2: at even what's in tap water? It's it's crazy. It's I, I'm so scared to look. Yeah. yeah.
0: Because then, like, I've had the moments where I feel like I had the blinders off, but I feel like they're like, I don't say they're still on, but I'm very analytical, and self-aware. So mm-hmm. I know when bullshit's going on with myself. I know when I'm just bullshitting around. I know when it's going on with other people. But it's hard to make those. To get rid of those habits. I mean, it's just point Absolutely. blank. It's really hard to get rid of those habits of not eating meat, mm-hmm. of making sure to be more conscious and aware of what's going on around you. Mm-hmm. It's a challenge. It's it's very challenging. And that's why a lot of people just run from it. Because right. if you face life on, I mean, you're going to... It's a lot. I mean, it's it really a lot. <laughs> Cause if it's you bro- overwhelming. It's really overwhelming once you but break it down. it's a habit,
2: too, like you said. So <clears throat> once you're in the habit, it's really easy. You mm-hmm. just have to, like, rehabilitate yourself to the lifestyle that you want.
1: Pavlov.
0: Yeah, Pat, yeah yeah you're right you know, for reinforcements yeah mm-hmm. how you react to
1: those situations right so mm-hmm. like for me like i w- i did not grow up vegetarian vegan she's the reason i'm vegan vegetarian so uh, i like i grew up on hamburger and like mcdonald's and spaghettios out of the can and like <laughs> yeah. that's pretty much what i ate all the time fast food all the time and she was like How do you, like, you know Mm SpaghettiOs, like, legitimately just out of the can. Because, like, for me at that point, it was just energy. I'm just like, no, this is energy. Like, why do I need to eat good or bad? I'm still moving, Mm -hmm. grooving. (laughs) I'm still getting shit done. (laughs) Like, why? Like, no, you're coming home. You're depressed all the fucking time. You come home. You go right to sleep. You're not going out and doing anything. Like, it's terrible. Like, it's not a way to live. And, like, took some acid, traveled up into the, eye of a cow and it all clicked and I was like holy shit you're right <laughs> like oh man <laughs> like oh Oops. man are you right yeah. <laughs> yeah crying you know I'm like oh what have I done like I'm terrible and she's just comforting like you can today is a day to make a new choice yeah and so every day since then you know it's it's a difficult one but it's like I have those t- times where it's like n- like I still eat cheese every now and then so mm. I'm a flexitarian you know <laughs>
0: I never every- heard that term sorry we go ahead. yeah a little flexitarian, flexitarian you know what? so
1: On those days where it's like, I eat a little cheese, like I know my body isn't gonna like it very much. Like Mm -hmm. I know, like I already know. But then it's more motivating the next day to be like, no, now you're gonna eat really good Mm. because you don't feel 100% because now I know what 100% feels like. Does that make sense? Yeah, 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 yeah. I get what you're saying.
0: It's just, it's just like, a, it's weird when people do that. Cause like, I, for the most part, I believe I'm lactose intolerant, but I'll eat some ice cream. But I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, I know I'm going to feel bad tomorrow. I won't eat it again. So yeah. like, I'm going to do it anyways. Cause mm-hmm. it'll reinforce me to be like, Oh, I won't do that again. I learned my lesson, but I just keep <laughs> doing it. Um, so since you guys, in my opinion, I would say on a, on a different level spiritually, can you, how big are you guys on energy? Like, will you not enter a facility or room or people, if you can just feel like this shit's off? For sure.
1: Okay. It overwhelms the shit out of me. Like, I can't, like, yeah, sometimes I can't. I don't even want to go out. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. And do anything. Cause I'm just like, nope.
2: He has a hard time with like crowds and stuff. You know what? That's, I I relay on that completely. Yeah. But once you like are aware of it, I think, you know how, like, I feel like there's a big trend with boundaries right now. Mm -hmm. People setting boundaries. You can Mm -hmm. do that energetically too. Like protect yeah. yours so that it's not being influenced by whatever room you go into, but you might still not wanna go there, like going to Walmart or something yeah. like fucks me up <laughs> energetically and, like, that's like another
0: here. level because. It's different when you're, like, to doing it to yourself. Like, being self-aware, you know what mm-hmm. you're doing. And, like you said, it's very challenging and overwhelming. But then when you go in a public setting, you're taking on a bunch of shit yeah, that constantly. you are not control of. Mm-hmm. So you have to internally. But, like, that was the thing with me. and My mom would go to the mall and stuff. And she can tell. She's like, I could tell you want to go because it's getting crowded. Mm-hmm. And I tell people, my only, f- like, the phrase I use, I don't fucking like people. Like, mm-hmm. for them, I don't like people. Mm-hmm. And it's because of that reason I guess it is a control issue, but it's also, like, I don't know what they're on. Like, I don't know what they're about, what they're thinking. I don't like that. I don't like to know I'm around people who... In my opinion, they're not valuing my life in any way. Mm -hmm. In a conversation, being around them, they're not doing anything for me. So why would I need to be around? Like, I don't go to parties and social gatherings a lot. For sure, no small
2: talk, none of it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Because
0: in the sense, it is just bullshit. Like, you're just (laughs) fucking around. Yeah, like, like, please don't talk to
1: me. Like,
2: I don't (laughs) want to talk to you. I won't do small (laughs) talk. (laughs) Like, Like, I just walk away. But that's a boundary, really. Like, you're already doing the energetic boundary. You're like, nope. Mm. If it drains you, why put yourself in that situation?
0: And see, people feel bad for the small talk. thing. Like they don't want to do small talk mm-hmm. with people, so they feel bad. But I'm like, in a sense, if you're accustomed to what societal rules are, you mm-hmm. will do the small talk when you'll go to parties and be nice to people and just deal with people. And people
2: get paid to all day. Like, you can't not do that in a normal job a lot of the time, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So people
2: are just used to doing it anyways.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, we had a conversation about, you know, with schooling, we are like... You know, I feel like they accustomed to us with eight hours a day in high school and elementary to give used to us for when we go into workforce, working eight, nine hours a day, doing nothing, working for another individual,
2: yeah. we're not
0: valuing our lives or our time. So I was just, just
2: watching a movie on where schooling came from, like public school specifically, uh-huh. and it came from like wanting kids to work in the factory so half of the day they'd be in school and then the bell would ring, and then go to the factory and like that back and forth so the whole mentality around public school is to like build you to work in a commercial factory setting
0: to
1: integrate you into
2: their society
0: society. so you can just go by the rules yeah Yeah, dogma
2: not questioning just go through the movements and when people are so busy working like 40 to 60 hours a week to fucking like barely pay their rent they don't Mm -hmm. really have time to question things and explore who they are and wonder what their place in the world is you know they're so busy and maybe like depressed because they have to live like that it's so so sad (laughs) it is so how do you guys handle with money then what about it
0: (laughs) 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 meaning as in that's that was like my one that's one of my big issues i'm like i'm very self-analytical i'm aware i try to be aware as i can but with money i feel like everyone has that emotional tide mm-hmm. this matters more than me not I mean. me okay so that's what i'm asking how did you guys unlearn <laughs> like, that <laughs>
1: well i'm having to learn how to like hold on to it yeah he has I, the opposite like, problem okay
0: you just spend it
1: like mm-hmm. like on wh- for people for food mm-hmm. for like it comes to me and i'm like not. Nope.
0: do you look I'll at it, it as go. it doesn't matter like it's just, yeah, it's just okay. like
1: i like in my mind i'm mm-hmm. like everything that we're doing for the monetary value is coming from ideas, right? So like if I'm having original ideas all the time, like money's gonna be flowing. So like Well
2: it's like a law of attraction thing. <sighs> yeah. Like I yeah. feel for me, yeah. I, I really notice that if I'm not like attached to money and like it it just flows truly.
1: Now that's not saying that we don't aren't responsible yeah. with yeah, our yeah, money, of course. So like there's the to be disciplined, you know, and to take care of the ne- your needs, you know, the child's needs your responsibilities that's a different way right but Mm -hmm. then what do you do with the extra you know that's where i'm like no it's i spend it
3: (laughs) (laughs) another weird
2: thing about american culture to me as a european is like how much debt americans get into like everyone i know is in so much debt like they get loans and credit cards like that's a very american thing
0: it's not common in other like where you're from really no I like in Italy,
1: in, in Italy, well, in Sicily, like uh-huh. specifically, they, there too. they take so many breaks during the day just to There's be like with a their family. like a
2: lunch break. Everything closes for like three hours in the middle of the day. Like you can't even go get anything because people are on a lunch break.
1: More family oriented than business oriented. And yeah. it's because they know that they're taken care of because, you know... Like you said, you know, grandma, grandpa has that coffee shop. Like, I'm just going to inherit that. This is our life. This is our tradition. Yeah, and people it's aren't good. trying to get rich and shit. Yeah, no, they just want to, yeah. like,
2: get their nice wine and their nice meal and, like, enjoy time with their family. So Experience.
0: do you think that's better? I know that's, a like, that's hard to it answer. It
2: depends, yeah, because, like, I do think that you should be able to move forward if you can, you know, or if mm. it, or if that's what you want, you know. Yeah, like, if you want to have a big, giant house, then yeah, by all means. Yeah, you should means, be able yeah. to. But it seems like it's very, like everybody wants the nice shit here and that's why Mm -hmm. they get into debt. like they get shit they can't even afford to impress themselves or other people and
1: that's what he was saying about being attached yeah so that goes right back to that attachment like we are as a society in america we're attached to materialism you know Mm -hmm. do we want that big house because you know i want it or do i want that big house because the influence that i've had my for the past 15 years of my life says that's success Or that's happiness. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: And that's why I want that. It is so fucking hard to undo all that stuff to think about. I just, because I'm thinking when you talk about that, I've heard it before, I've read it, I've thought the same thing, but then I still do get in the habit of, I want that because it looks nice and it's gonna feel nice having.
2: Me too, for sure. Yeah, but years down
0: the line, I'm not gonna give a fuck about it. Fuck. You know, but I'm gonna make this emotional tie to it. Like, I need that. Even like food. And that's what their food plays in where they, Poison enough because i actually read i heard about a study where you know i guess some food can have an impact on our um brain's wiring to where it's like almost an addiction Mm -hmm. to where you need that food because you need the dopamine so if someone likes ice cream a lot and it's bad for them which obviously it is they're going to keep eating it because it feels like i think about how how it's going to taste like what's going to feel like eating it so i have to go get it it's a drug it's a drug in a sense exactly rush yeah exactly Mm -hmm. exactly so um now as far as the okay detachment this ties into the politics, COVID-19 thing. What do you guys feel as if what is going on right now? Because I have both sides where I feel like, this is a very, because <laughs> this topic is obviously discussed a lot and it's in depth. But mm-hmm. what I'm trying to say is, I feel like in a sense, America's selfish. Americans are selfish. Because in my in my opinion, I'm like, if you don't want to wear a mask, don't wear one. If you want to, you wear one. Like By all means, do the fuck you want. But I also feel like, in other countries, this wouldn't be an issue because I feel like people from other countries that come here when they are sick they wear masks, and that's just how it's been. Like I remember years years ago, all the time I've been raised when I go to public settings, it would people be from um, typically people from like uh, or like Asian descent or you know Chinese descent they would be wearing masks when mm-hmm. they're sick, and I'm like that's pretty respectful. Like I understand that. Mm-hmm. So like now you bring it here and it's like people will literally fight you mm-hmm. and like yeah, I've heard of people getting shot over having to wear a mask. I'm like dude. But I'm also like those other people that are saying, "Okay, well if you wear a masculine you're sheep, you're listening to the government. There's just following rules,
3: mm-hmm.
0: like I get both sides, yeah, so it's a what do you got? It's a very difficult one, I so mean, what do you guys think?
2: I haven't lived in any of those disciplined countries that you speak of, but as somebody who has a lot of networking in Europe specifically, mm-hmm. I know that it's the same thing there, like the media okay. doesn't report it, but it's the exact same situation as far as I know, at least in Italy and the u k where people are either like, you're a murderer if you don't wear a mask or people are like, this mm-hmm. is bullshit and I should do what I want.
0: Okay.
1: Like, okay. I believe all everything that's happening here is happening everywhere else. Mm-hmm. Like, we're all going through this same thing. So together. you don't think it's
0: American specific that's
1: it's no. that bad only here?
0: You think the media maybe
2: just I be?
1: Think, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think it's a lot of propaganda.
2: Yeah.
0: And how much propaganda plays in a lot of things? People don't really. I
2: mean, it's election year and they want everybody against each other, too. They want us so divided right now. I think it's very obvious. They like just s- keep doing shit to divide us.
1: Psyop.
2: Psyops, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Psychological warfare. That's because the world we're living in is psychology based. Like on your phone, they collect data on everything you do to create a profile mm-hmm. for you so that they can give you the next ad that pops up. That's how you know, when you're scrolling mm-hmm. and you're like, dude, I didn't even talk about this. <laughs> yeah. Why, I, you know, I was just yeah. thinking it. Well, they've built a profile off of the thing, you know, if, they even, predict if you. even if you're dead scrolling and you stop on a specific thing for a certain amount of seconds, oh, you just got tagged for something. That's how, mm-hmm. that's how good this is, right? And
2: Cambridge Analytica is a program that initially was doing that the last election. And I know for sure Ted Cruz was using it. I think Trump too, but they were using it on facebook and instagram like facebook mm-hmm. and instagram were involved in that and depending on where you fall on like this psychological profile they would blast you with certain propaganda or images to try and sway you i did hear about that yeah. they were
0: targeting ads it was specifically i don't know how true it was but they were targeting ads to uh it was the trump campaign targeting ads to african-americans to Navo. yeah and i was like whoa like that's weird but um, it's so
2: so psychological yeah like they yeah. know what they're doing it's so fucked up what is that? There's a Netflix documentary about it. Yeah, The it. Social Dilemma. Yeah. The one before that. The oh. Great The Great Hack is about the last oh, election I heard about in that. Cambridge okay. Analytica. I know what you're talking about.
0: Yeah. Okay. Mm. So how do you guys able to have these, um, you know, be on social media like you guys are and gain followings and such and still not be attached to that and not be like
2: psychedelics okay (laughs) okay they i don't know i just really i mean at first i feel like when this all first was happening i fell into the fear for sure Mm -hmm. but the more i just look around and observe and remember like who i am the more i know how i feel about it all and i feel like another thing society has done is suppress our intuition by making us think that something outside of ourselves knows better than us what is best for us. Like people are removed from their intuition. So they want people to tell them to be afraid or not be afraid. You know, they're looking for answers outside. And I think very few people are asking themselves like what their gut is telling them about what's going on.
0: And we can use that with religion and politics. We're letting other people think for ourselves. Give me validation. But why do we think
2: that something outside of ourselves knows better than our gut? It's because we are taught that, but I don't think it's true. I think our guts know. More and I think it plays it into what
0: you said earlier about fear. Yeah, we're so scared of what is going to happen with the unknown, yeah. so we just take the answers from everyone else. Yeah,
2: I mean, even like what you watch is part of your diet, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. And I've, I actually heard that the other day. Um, it's uh, what we consume consumes you, type of thing. Absolutely. And um, I actually heard something on a podcast before that like really, really made me start thinking. He was he was basically saying, and I know you you've served correct. Yeah. and okay so yeah. he was saying you know we pay these taxes and these taxes go to war so in a sense we're being this is giving us karmic, like karma and bad karma in a sense because we're paying taxes and that goes off and maybe kills
2: genocide, people yeah our genocide taxes.
0: exactly and and you're like playing a part in something you're not even trying to play in part of but like you don't know what you're doing but when you sit and think about it you're like you know maybe my taxes are affecting whatever maybe but when you think about it that money could be funneled some way and that's paying for that jet. I that's go paying crazy for that thinking bomb. about
1: that shit. Everything's connected like that. Mm-hmm. Just like what you're saying, it, everything is connected like that.
0: So when you serve, what I always think people like serve to get away. Is that wrong?
1: Um, well, in my case it that's right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but people go there because they're like, "Who ya?" you know? mm mm-hmm. Mhm. People want to go kill people. Some people <laughs> yeah, do. You yeah. Know? That's yeah. just what it is. Some people have, they got trapped. You know, they're like, I'm, I'm not smart enough to do any, go to college. I'm not smart enough to do this. I'm going to go join the military because they're going to give me direction in my life.
2: Well, they also guarantee you to not be poor in a few years. So they basically eliminated the draft by making it appeal to people that are poor.
1: Like, I don't know in this case, but where I grew up in Fayetteville, the military would come during lunch periods in high school and try to get you to yep. sign up. Well, why? Why are they doing that? Mm-hmm. Why are they doing that? You know, they. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: yeah, no, know? that happened here all the time. I, I have. You know yeah, well, I, only in public school. Yeah, yeah. She
1: went to private school. Oh, and that, that didn't never, happen there. Oh, that yeah. should never happen. Because they trust school. and believe that you're going to oh. go
0: make something of yourself, so they don't put that in you. Okay, Bro, get, okay, the, the, the
1: public schooling is mandated by the government. You know the curriculum, mm. and
0: private schools they make their own curriculum.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So since mandated by the government, the government's going to push.
2: Yeah. Okay. But it's like they're building this, like, classes system even from, like, infancy. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. They want certain demographics to be, have an appeal to go to the military.
0: Yeah, we had people, they would do, like, push-up tests. Like, just have crowds of people, pull-ups. That's what I'm thinking of, too. And I used to think it was so odd because, like, some people, like, it's a patriotic thing. and I'm, like, fine. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I've always said earlier, like, if you want to think that way, that's fine with me. I don't care. But I'm not going to allow someone to tell me you're moving to this country tomorrow and you're going to be there and you have no choice. Yeah. I'm not allowing that because yeah. I'm just the type of person. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> like, no. And even these sergeants, like, I still get calls and texts from them for some reason. I think that's so weird, too. They just call, they'll text, and they're, hey, you'll get free college. You'll get this, you'll Harassment, get that. Bro. And I'm like, dude, you, it really like is that you're fucking warfare. harassing me.
2: Or have you seen the TV ads? They make it look like fucking Halo or <laughs> something. Like, it's <laughs> so fucked up. I like, think that's tax money, too. Yeah.
0: yeah. So, what did you learn? cuz you you learn I, i'm assuming when people serve and you talk to them out when they're not serve, you know, um servicemen anymore, they learn so much about the government, they learn so much about just life and they learn a lot about people cuz there's a lot of culture in that yeah. too cuz you meet a lot of people there, I'm assuming.
1: Yeah, well, one of my like my boss from the military actually works with me here in Oklahoma on the farm. Mm-hmm. So, the military. Um what it taught me about the government? per se, is that, you know, if you rub elbows with the right people, you can get away with anything. Okay, that's what it taught me. It also taught me that it's a business, okay? So, when I started to learn the logistics of the military and how it's run, it's so micromanaged that if you can pick, if you have a keen eye for patterns, you can pick it up pretty easily. So, I was starting to learn, like, this is a business, and this isn't just a business, this is a corporation. And, this is wrong, and nobody knows, you know? And that's what I started to learn. That's really what I took away mm-hmm. from it. And then there was also good aspects, too. Like, I became more disciplined. The whole reason I had to go into the Navy was because I had felony counts when I was 17 years old. I was on house arrest. There was nothing for me. I had to go. Like, I had There was. I had to go. Judge is mm-hmm. like, you got to go. Like, I'm going. So that's, I got discipline out of it. I found purpose because I replaced a lot of my old addictions with new addictions of like drinking and working out so it kind of in a, in a sense well and cocaine because mm-hmm. I got kicked out of the military for cocaine so it kind of like took me down this path of like what I call now the abyss or like um what it rock bottom right so okay. so it, so yeah. it yeah. really allowed me to see the filth of the world the filth of myself to accept the filth of myself in terms of like, I was not going to change those ways unless the universe made me change those ways. Like, that's how loyal I am to this stupid shit, right? Mm. And it was like, boom, you got hit. Now all this good shit's happening. And it, and it opened me up like a butterfly. And I would not be the same person I am today if I didn't go through... All of that. Now, that's not to say everybody should go join the military yeah, if they're feeling course. like shit, or it, you know what yeah. I mean. Like, yeah. you know, don't do it because I'm the same way. Like, mm-hmm. you're trying to tell me what to do, like, dude, why? Like, and I don't it, understand. It, it why. really
0: goes back to the fear thing, you know. If you're scared of what, like you said, if you feel like you're on rock bottom, you don't know what's next. Okay, I can go do go somewhere and someone can tell me what to do. Yeah, and, you know, I can go like that. But I mean, obviously, they give you a lot of things. That are positive. and I always say that too with religion. That's why I respect people who are religious because I can see why you are religious, you know. I, and I yeah. tell people, I'm jealous. I'm glad you were able to think and live that way because I'm not. Like I can't read a Bible. I've never read the Bible. I can't read scriptures. I can't like to be quite honest. When I see people like tweet scriptures, it makes me want to like puke. And I just and it and it's fucked up because like, it's it's out of. Like, I'm like, damn, dude, you really can't think for yourself. Like, it's bullshit. But then sometimes I'm like, I hear scriptures. I'm like, that's actually pretty nice. Like, it's really, you know, knowledgeable. It's it's because it can't same, teach you discipline. Yeah, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. It can teach you discipline. It can do everything it did for you in the sense of, like, you being in the uh, military. Do things like that. Um, but it's
2: the same thing where it's like it's taught to you. So you don't really, like, figure it out for yourself. Like, I always mm. wish, like, a couple weeks ago I was at the park doing tarot. And, like, some Christian dude was coming to try and tell me I was satanic. Oh, and all he could do was tell me Bible verses and I wish more than anything we could just sit down and have an actual talk about like philosophy and what we believe in. But I feel like 90% of the time they just like don't even have that ability because they're just spitting out what they've been told, mm-hmm. like repeating Bible verses.
0: Instead of actually speaking on a human that, level. Like,
1: yeah, like how like, do you feel about that verse? <laughs> like, Why are you telling me that? Yeah, like yeah. what
2: about what in yeah. your experience in life taught you that that's true? Like yeah. how are you experiencing it?
0: You see this is when I had the the real awakening with religion. I had to be um I had to go to the psych ward because I had to have thoughts of harming myself and others and such. So while I'm in there, they are giving us these little pamphlets and it was this big devil like on this pamphlet and it's like big scary devil. The other side was this pretty nice perfect picture <laughs> of Jesus. And I thought to myself, they're giving mentally ill people like deeper than me people are schizophrenic, people have real problems these pamphlets with big f- scary devil you're going to go to hell if you don't do this perpetuating the issues it's yeah so the machiavellian
2: rule with fear like it, if people it, who mm-hmm. are scared you rule them easily i grew up in catholic cure. school in italy and it was all based on fear they just scare everybody so that like if you don't do this then you're going to hell so they believe it
0: it's easier to make the world go around that way. Again, yeah. It's, div- it's div- you're dividing because even
2: and controlling.
0: Yeah, because even if you have religious people, you have different religions, and mm-hmm. then you know the Christians can say something about Islam or Muslim, you know, and it can go down the line of oh that religion's worse or you're that like I think it's weird because like
3: they look all, at the
0: differences instead of the similarities.
1: Mm-hmm, so. yeah. mm-hmm, exactly. Everyone gets caught up on the differences. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They condemn
3: you the if you're different.
0: Yeah. And that's how, obviously, like, racism came about as well. Different skin color, so you're less than me, and all that plays a part. Ignorance. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Straight ignorance. Ignorance. So do you guys ever get in these, I don't want to say arguments, but, like, do you have that issue ever in public, family, friends, where they don't think on the level of you, so you just... But do you keep your mouth Because me, I keep my mouth closed. I don't say nothing.
2: I don't keep my mouth closed. <laughs> <just that laughs> I respect that
0: because I'm like, I just shut up because I don't even want to go there.
1: Well, like around my family, it's like hard for me to keep my mouth shut now because it's triggering for me. So a part of me wants to heal from it, obviously, if I'm mm-hmm. triggered. Right? His family so, is like, very
2: religious. So
1: like, oh, okay, like okay. we grow up Roman Catholic and it's like now I'm like super against Roman Catholic. I'm like, no, you can't. Like, stop. <laughs> Yeah. And so we do get in some arguments and sometimes you know I can take the high road and I'm like, you know, that's cool, whatever. Be chill, just be be at peace. Whatever brings mm. you whatever brings you peace of mind. Then other times I'm like super reactive. And I'm like, no, like no, that's stupid. <laughs> yeah. Like like for COVID, for instance, I'm yeah. like, how come nobody's looking at the preventatives of COVID? Okay, who's yeah. it who's it really killing? The people who are already ill. What are they ill with? Oh shit! That can be fixed by their diet, or you know what I mean. Like here's the preventatives to fix or what COVID is really attacking, which Mm. is illnesses that are already there. uh, You know, theoretically. Yeah,
0: I mean, it showed with you go to Walmart and there was toilet paper gone, but there was no vitamins, um, vitamins or anything like that. That was all there. Yeah. Why?
2: They're not telling you anything to do to boost your immune system.
0: Why? And then since I, it's back to why I think they just want to, <laughs> they want you to die in a sense, cause it's easier to deal with it's because stupid. if you had a mass of people say, fuck no, like we understand this is a severe illness, but like, what are we going to do? Fuck the cure. Fuck the vaccine. What can we do with our diet? What can y'all, can y'all sh- shut down fucking McDonald's? Shut do down know all these places.
2: The Instagram banned the hashtag natural immunity because people were banding together and doing that.
0: Oh, and they were coming together and giving. They
2: banned natural immunity.
1: You know, Oklahoma is trying to ban plant-based meat alternatives production of it within the state. Yep, I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a legitimate war, (laughs) it would seem, (laughs) on consciousness Uh. or the evolution of.
2: And what sucks is like the only, I think, salvation for humanity in capitalism is these types of things becoming profitable, which they obviously are. Mm -hmm. But now it's like they're being stopped anyways, even though they're profitable by the people that were making the money before. So instead of them investing in like plant based stuff, they're like, no, let's make that illegal. You just say so, like,
0: locking people up who used to sell marijuana, and then now the marijuana business is booming, because then they invested it after the fact, but those people are still sitting in prison.
2: Yeah. And then they pumped it with chemicals and made it unhealthy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And then now you have the things that go on here, in Oklahoma specifically, with the marijuana industry. Now, how... Because, like I just said, with arguments with people, people around you, friends and family, since... Because I feel like in a sense, sometimes when you're on like a different level of thinking, you can kind of turn it off and kind of be like that emotional, like, like sometimes I can, I'll go on like a level part, low lower level part of me, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like I'll entertain some bullshit sometimes mm-hmm. just to get like, for no, I don't know what reason, but drama. someone's going to, the trigger, the drama, you the know? The Gemini yeah, drama. Yeah, really what it is. is honestly kinda, what it is. Yeah, yeah I, I guess you, I you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I do, yeah. Sometimes you're like, I'm going to fuck, I'm fuck it. Like I'm going to do it. So yeah, yeah. with oh, the marijuana yeah. business, how hard is that? Because this is, it's deeper than just a little debate about politics. This is like people's health. This is people's I'm passionate medicine. about medicine. So how hard is it for you to shut your mouth and be like, I, I mean, ain't going to say shit?
1: I don't know if you, like, um, if you were following like a couple weeks ago, I kind of had a little spill about prices of, of cannabis, even around the prices, right? Okay. And I was like... Why are we raising our prices when, when the, the price per pound is already as, 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 as high as it's been in 10 years? Why are you going to take that extra greedy step if you're about the patience, love, respect, unity, all mm-hmm. these things that you know these companies preach, but then they turn around and they sell high-valued high pounds? Well, yeah, I get it. Make your money. But guess what? We're here for the patience. It's a medical market, so for me, I get passionately and I get upset when I need to voice my opinion. I'm like, "Hey, guys! Like, as patients, you can Are you want to support these people? Mm. You want to support these people that put out eighteen dollar grams? Why? Because of clout, or is it because of the medicine? How does it make you feel?"
0: And their you argument know? is always, "In order to have better product, it needs to be at a higher price." Right, which see. is
1: a cap- which is a capitalistic
0: construct, right? Mm-hmm. When you think about that on deeper level, yeah, because right. I actually. Got, for some reason, I obviously won't say the company, but I bought, it was like a 50, what was it? It was like $55 eighth. Yeah. And me and her smoked it. And I was like, that shit. Like, I, I was like, I don't feel shit. Like, this is $55. Looks nice. The, the packaging is wonderful. Boosted. They have the clout. I mean, this company has the clout. Bought it. And I was like, no. I was like, I'm Back not to buying this shit steroids, again. bro. Mm-hmm.
2: And yeah. I know, like, you just turned off your stories. I think we're both really fucking opinionated on instagram and like people get mad like people (laughs) talk shit people like tell me they're gonna unfollow me because they disagree with me i got shit when if things reopened people told me that i was gonna like murder my family by going back to work because i was gonna get covid like people don't like that we're opinionated but i feel like to say that we can't have opinions because we're like a business page is so capitalistic
0: yeah. Like I'm a
2: person mm. With opinions and thoughts I'm not like Just a product That you're looking at On Instagram Like nobody is just that Everybody should say What they feel And people should be able To have a conversation And disagree also
0: Yeah, yeah Definitely and but
1: to piggyback on what she wait, I uh, freaking I forgot what I was. Say. <laughs> it's gone.
0: <laughs> well, you're, yeah, well, I was gonna, so gonna say because your page is your tattoo page, Craig. Mm-hmm. You're mostly posting like tattoos and mm-hmm. stuff. So you and you you're, same thing with you. You're posting flowers and stuff, but this you guys is, are stories. You'll talk about whatever it is. Anything.
1: And, and that's what I was gonna say to piggyback on her about capitalism and how to like kind of direct it in a way where it's like beneficial mm-hmm. for me. My business is an extension of myself, right? So. Like you can see, I have the 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 shirt on of Inky, yeah. who is like you know a personification of of Hermes Trismegistus in a way. So if I am so opinionated, it, like my business, like it it's a, it's a like a light, a beacon of light for my company. Like I don't want people, I don't want people to purchase from me because you know they disagree with me and shit. Like no, I want you to purchase from me because it resonates with you. So like yeah, let those people unfollow me. Let those people get away from me. You know, if this is what I feel is right, like I have a responsibility to kind of shine my light so that other people can look at it and be like, damn, dude
2: those like, people don't need to buy our products if they disagree yeah, like, and yeah, I don't yeah. get paid to argue with people so yeah, exactly.
0: yeah we're not here to be liked by anyone yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. like
2: everybody thinks there exists to be liked uh, it's very and strange I,
0: I say that all the time like with this podcast stuff since it's, it's a business and I'm like if you listen to an episode and you don't like it you can turn it the fuck off because yeah. like yeah. this is me at the end of the day mm-hmm. like I can't Change my thoughts where I think, talk or anything, just because you dislike it—that that's yeah. that disservice to myself. So and it you, wouldn't
2: be as good, I think. Like yeah, you're not yeah. in flow when you're not being authentic. Yeah. Yes. And yes. also, being authentic inspires other people to do it too. And I think that's one of the most revolutionary mm-hmm. things we can do right now. And
0: we're speaking of the negatives of social media. I'm assuming you both have guys have had positive like messages, <laughs> and this has helped me. And, oh my you know, gosh. so yeah. much more yeah. than the negative, actually. Yeah, yeah I would imagine because um, I mean, the the stuff that gets posted is like you guys both will post like positive things mm-hmm. more than it's not like you're looking for negativity is what i'm trying to say yeah yeah. negative just comes and that's naturally yeah. which is life just observing. Comes. yeah exactly and yeah. it's not
2: always gonna be positive mm-hmm. but it's just opinions
0: so where are you at next with the flower company as far as like what what do you mean without without giving your secrets and details what do you <laughs> mean in which, in which what, way meaning in um I just with anything, you know, with me doing this podcast and, and and anything, I have dreams and ambitions and goals of what I'm about to do next, and I know yeah. and I think about yeah. it upon. So what what is, what do you imagine seeing yourself at in five years is what I'm really trying to ask.
1: Dude, I'm trying to, uh, like, like we're going to take this thing as far as we can take it, but my ultimate goal is to be in New Mexico with, with my family mm-hmm. on an alpaca farm, um, creating out different facets from this company that I can help other people through so like and with the alpacas like alpacas you know not only are they a big part of what I do in the garden but also for like a mental stigma they like really help with autism with ADHD they're therapy animals right so like I really enjoy that sort of aspect and giving back that way so like I want to be a part of that I also want to be in part of like like I said like the cannabis and the soil alchemy right like to me in my mind it's bigger than cannabis it's a, a you know agricultural uh uh you know yeah like revolution almost that you could see it as because we have this opportunity to to turn around and and do what we've done commercially for a long time we can change it just tweak it just a little bit and now we're benefiting the world instead of like taking from it so like like you said my goal is like i just want to use this as as my outlet because it is my passion is cannabis and like but I want to use my passions to create different outlets for other people to experience and enjoy life. Like I'm really big on alchemical gardens and, and and kind of creating those. And that's kind of like what I do with, with the cannabis. Right. And and I also like the Gemini thing where I place the mystery, the mystery, like all over the place. What's (laughs) this? You're like, what is that? Like, what does that mean? You know, kind of like breadcrumbs to follow. Right. Like I, I enjoy doing that. So that's, where I would be going with this company is I just want to use it to propel like what I think capitalism could be. Mm -hmm. Like in a good way. And in fact, like you said, you're looking out for people. people. Yeah. 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 No, I'm here for the patients. Like I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm legitimate. I want you to enjoy my product because it brings you joy because it brings you relief in some way because it brings you clarity because it brings you closer to your higher self. All so, of, everything I do I just
0: want it to bring You closer to your higher self <laughs> yeah.
1: Right Like that's it, all of it Anything I, tr- I, I try
0: to live by I want to help people Help themselves That's why I try to live by And that's exactly What you're saying It's like, exactly what you're saying I see it Like she helped me Develop all these
1: things Right Like I see people As me living A different experience But it's just aspects of me And what I mean me Is is All If we're a collective conscious Right Then we're all We are all one at some mm-hmm. form So we're just all guiding each other home, man. You're just me, dude. you know. Like, <laughs> yeah, like let yeah, me help you guide yeah. you home. Like, I'm not gonna give you the, I'm not gonna tell you my ways the best way. Fuck no, I'm gonna say, hey, here's a doorway, you, you can go through it if you want, man. Mm. I don't give a fuck. But here's another doorway, you <laughs> yeah. know, like the Gemini trickster, right? You know, mm. he's like, hey, man, I'm the messenger of the gods. Like, what do you want? Where do you want to go? Yeah. What do you? want Where go? do you want to take yeah, it? That's yeah. That's kind of. Yeah. And I yeah. just like throw seeds, you know. I'm a gardener, both. Physically and metaphysically, right? I just Mm -hmm. like keep planting these seeds. Like, man, (laughs) maybe you'll get it. You know, maybe you'll get it. Maybe you don't. I don't give a fuck. But that's my job.
0: (laughs) At least you attempted to help them get it. So if they didn't get it, then like, fuck it. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: As long as it's around me and I can create these puddles, like boom, 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 ripples. You know, Mm -hmm. hopefully they go out far-reaching than whenever I could, you know, fathom.
0: Yeah. So you guys in your personal life, then, what do you um? How do you guys medicate? With marijuana every day often, or how does that go? Just I just feel that like. Night for me. Okay, okay. That but I gonna, medicate all the time. Okay. And then do you always ask any grower I talk to, is it only your product? No, okay. no. I That's thoroughly
1: asked, yeah. enjoy Rooted Zen. Oh, I've I've tried, you know, I have you know. tried. I have tried a lot of tel- top shelf flour here and Rooted Zen is the most consistent so like yeah. if I were to go buy flour like uh, you know regularly they mm. would be the, one of the people that I go to yeah,
0: shout out to Brandon by the way yeah, 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 yeah. Shout out Good, I, I've had people. him on yeah he's great awesome people, yeah. he's awesome yeah. great people. I'm glad to hear that because yeah. I was like think I was like what, what are you about to say I, I love Brandon's awesome so.
1: but don't get me wrong <clears> you know <throat> I'm mainly smoking my own stuff yeah of course you know, I'm of biased,
0: course. <clears throat> I mean in a sense too since you're, you know what's in your product 100% sure And that's not to any grower but no, you no, know no. something you created you did it's just like you're cook, cooking your own food and eating it you I'm know a wizard yeah. man
1: i want to enjoy the things yeah. that i put time and effort into yeah.
0: as much as the next wizard you know so what's the preferred method with you guys when smoking is it is a cuz i was like a bong guy the bongs is like my favorite thing some <laughs> people are joints some people are edibles cartridges like we're mainly like joints, joints and 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 bowls okay yeah um. Now, do you? Do you I, I was like, Have you, you? have any pictures of joints you rolled? I'm always interested in people how they roll joints. Um, I know that was I so don't. random. I but
1: mean, I, d- I don't. But but I could send you some later. I just wanna, if I'm you just want. curious. I'm
0: always like, I will literally be on YouTube watching joint rolling videos. Like, how the fuck they roll that? It's awesome. Um.
1: You know, I learned by by getting a cigarette roller when I was in high school, uh-huh. and I would watch how the roller worked. Like, I yeah. would just watch the mechanics of it, and then I would <laughs> apply it to my fingers. Right. So yeah. then, like after time, I was like oh yeah that's the same concept so once like once you get it once you kind of like riding a bicycle
0: yeah like, I a bicycle. So. you look like you roll good joints oh, I, I think think don't so. know you had that vibe <laughs> like yeah but your joints are. I
1: should have yeah, I should have brought some but we're completely out like, I was like I needed to bring some for, for just like a gift really yeah. we're out I'm completely okay. out so my last
0: question um, this might got us in another conversation but I'm just curious you posted your bookshelf at your house and you had a fuck ton of books yeah and I was like, wait a minute, and like, this guy reads. Um, we both. I mean, okay, I was going to say, you both are, are Oh, really? A okay. Those are, well, you
1: know, the studious books.
0: You know? <laughs> so, what books are you guys' like favorite, like top favorite? like? And what books, do you, are you more self-help books? Like, I don't want to say self-help, but that's what they are. Like Power sense. Now type thing? Yeah, like you're reading them for guidance and stuff like that, not fictional stuff.
2: Be Here Now by Ram Dass has been very influential for me. Okay
1: um the alchemist by mm-hmm. paulo Coelho.
0: okay Those are like your top one like if someone was like i need answers," or stealing fire
1: yeah i mean like, like
2: food of the gods by terrence mckenna Ooh, probably the most one. influential food actually. of the gods okay yeah.
1: that's a good one but if I, for me i'm gonna if i'm gonna i read this i read stealing fire mm-hmm. or the alchemist at least three times a year Really? Yeah, it's like that good for me. That's uh, when you I know you have a good it. book when you keep going back to I it. Lo- I even yeah. have it. I have it physical and the audio book. <laughs>
0: yeah, you got <laughs> to do that though. You got to do that. Yeah, yeah, you have yeah, to. yeah. If it's a good book, you got to. You have to. Um, I really appreciate you guys coming on. I definitely want to have you guys come on again. Like anytime. Like, yeah, anytime. You guys are awesome. Um, social medias. You can go ahead and shout those out so people can follow you um, on Instagram or whatever.
2: Banana peach tattoo seven seven seven, and I just got deleted last week. And you <laughs> so had like how many followers? One. 7,000 or something
0: how does that happen
2: someone was impersonating me and I reported it and I think they accidentally deleted me instead that sucks it's great I know yeah
0: I know a growing like a social media following is like and if you got to if I got to 7,000 I'd be so pissed
2: it's a pain in my ass Mainly because that's how I communicate with clients, and now I have to find them all over again for oh. my appointments between now and December.
0: Yeah, because they're messaging you like, "Oh, you do really nice work." Huh?
2: Oh, that's our entire sense. like communication platform. Yeah. Well, now I've switched it to a website, but learned my lesson.
1: <laughs> her only platform for work, you know? Just yeah. Like, oh my gosh! Oh yeah. Stressful, We're yeah, new yeah, here. Like, <laughs> yeah. I've Only been here a year. Like to mm. lose all that. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I could not even imagine. Oh, but I am the her- or not even the, but Hermetic Flower Company.
0: And that's only on Instagram. Do you have anything else? No.
1: Okay, that's I was like, Working I on the you. website. Okay, because like yeah. I only see you guys on Instagram. So just, the, just the
0: IG. And you so you did say something that's going to make me ask you another question. Mercury, <laughs> Mercury retrograde. What the hell is that? A lot of people throw that word out there and I see on <laughs> social media and I'm like, they're like, bad stuff is happening. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about?
2: So do you remember how I was explaining to you the full astrological chart uh-huh. of your birth is where the planets were at the time you were born? Yeah. Well, Mercury it's tracked through the stars a few times every year, every like three months or so. It appears to go backwards because of where it is on its ellipses. Okay. And Mercury rules thought communication technology actually related to Hermes. Um, all these things so during mercury retrograde like technology will fuck up you'll like feel a little bit clouded in your brain have a lot of miscommunications it's just kind of pain in the ass stuff like that a lot of car problems like i have so many clients cancel because of car problems during mercury retrograde scheduling issues um a lot of stuff like that but it's meant to like slow you down and make you kind of like focus and like Realign. Realign, yeah.
0: So how how long does that last? Like, is it... I know you're talking about the stars, like... This one right now... But, like, how does that... Is that like a determination. A okay. Yeah, they're okay, always sorry. the same yeah. amount. I don't remember oh, okay. the
2: exact date, but this one <clears> ends <throat> on election day, and astrologers have been predicting for <laughs> years that this election is going to be delayed because of it, and it fucking looks like it's going to be. So. Because
1: like the mail-in oh, ballots shit. and all, the yeah, it's yeah. like getting, it's like getting all
2: clustered. technology, mm-hmm. communication, it's all, yeah. I do think they're going to be delayed. But
1: astrology is
2: bullshit. Yeah, made up. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyways i hope everyone enjoyed this episode i thank you guys so much for coming on anytime um yeah we'll definitely have to do this again it's very informative i like it um but yeah please go follow them on social media i'll of course put it in the description and uh where can your flower be found i know it's a hard question because there's probably many places but off the right top now, of your head no, just,
1: no, yeah right now it's just likewise oh just it's likewise, okay. likewise. yeah that's um
0: what's name? cory says man? not corbin corbin
1: yeah likewise uh, um You're i'm I'm more familiar with with steve and, okay. and emily
0: i met corbin he had came on once but that's irrelevant but i was no, just yeah, i was yeah. trying to see if we knew the same person anyways but likewise craig and they have the plaza location they have a Stillwater shawnee location i believe yep edmund edmund, edmund. and then like a north the north may one okay and then um yeah you can go find his product there and then you did a collab with mammoth with cartridges correct, correct.
1: yep yep okay. and you'll be able to find those within the okc metro area okay perfect well
0: yeah. i hope you have enjoyed this episode if you have um your medical license please go check out his product um i have not had it but from what he tells me it sounds like it's pretty good now i do not consume currently but just from what he says he does i'm interested of course so um i hope you have enjoyed this episode bye bye